The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. P3 Portable Protein Packs is the most interesting way to get your protein. P3 is the official protein sponsor of the UFC, a savory and crunchy variety of meat, cheese, and nuts with up to 13 grams of protein in every pack. Packs come in great-tasting combinations like turkey, almond, and Colby Jack to help fuel your day in a dynamic way. They're the perfect way to beat the midday slump. Try P3 Portable Protein Packs today. What a fine episode, we hope, of UFC Unfiltered we have very full show. The champ, Rose Namajunas, calls in. Alexander Volkanovsky calls in. And, of course, the great Anderson Silva calls in. And we do our picks. Chaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. I like to snap, snap very crisply, I've been told. Jimmy. Yes, sir. I was smiling when I was in the store getting these snacks. Why? Because I was like, I, I get little jingles in my head. <laughs> I do. What was the jingle in your head? It was like this. I was because I think I because I remember how much you enjoy my snacks. I do. So it was going like. I was going to say, like... Um, do, we have, do we have him on the phone? I, <laughs> let me know, because oh, I don't want to interrupt when I'm no, singing. Do your jingle. No, okay. <laughs> I get snacks for you, because you're my little bird, my little bird, my little bird. I get snacks for you, because you're my little bird, Jimmy Norton. I, I was doing like that. I was singing it to my head, and then... I want to sing it on air. Dana should make you sing that on looking for a fight. <laughs> I, he should make you I sing. I like getting snacks for you. I'm I like getting seeing snacks you smile for my little bird friend. He, Dana should make you sing that in the in a cage. Just right. before a main event. Be like, right. Yeah, first. Matt's got a little yeah, little musical listen. entertainment for you. Well, Jimmy, it's true. Well, thank you, Matt. All right, man, I had a couple. I didn't eat that many today because I'm trying to lose weight. I'm, I, I'm not going to bring it again. in no more though. Yeah, I'm getting fat. I can't yeah. do it. Uh, we have a really packed show today. Uh, Anderson Silva. We've only had the spider on once before. We also have uh, Alexander Volkanovsky calling in, and of course our pal uh, Thug Rose Namajunas, who is defending in the main event against Jessica Andrade, and that uh. is um, in Brazil. That's uh, UFC 237, Saturday, May the 11th. Oh, that's this Saturday. I didn't realize it was this close. I like when they go to, uh, not enemy territory, but basically. Yeah, it's a tough place I mean? to yeah. win, man. For her to yeah. win in Brazil, she's never fought out of the country before. And, of course, Anderson is fighting in the co-main event against Jared Cannonier, um, who hits like a fucking mule. 
And uh, we also have uh, Alexander Volkanovsky, who is fighting Jose Aldo. That's an amazing card. UFC 237. That pay-per-view is incredible. I think we have Anderson coming on the phone very shortly. I like it. He's my age, literally. Anderson. Yeah. But he's like a superhero. He really is. Incredible. I just like to watch superheroes, Jimmy. You're a superhero too. All right, well, oh, maybe a little bit, but like a retired, I'm like a retired superhero. No, no, you're like He's an active, active superhero. Su- no, 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 no. It's fair to say I'm a retired superhero. He's a real superhero. Chris is on the phone with the and hotel. I- They're getting Anderson okay. now. And I, and I apologize for that jingle, Jimmy. Mm-hmm. Some That's of them. Good. No, no. I'm, I want Dana to hear that. Well, listen, I mean, I don't. <laughs> so maybe we'll try to get this out. No, no, we're not. I'm going to talk to Dana. Um, hey, uh, Anderson, how you doing? Good, buddy, and you. Good. You're talking to uh, Jim and uh, also Matt Serra on UFC Unfiltered. Hello, champion. Hi. Hello, buddy. Hello. Now, uh, you're uh, the co-main event uh, this Saturday. It's been about, I guess, almost seven years since you fought in Brazil. How does it feel to be fighting back at home? So, I'm so happy, you know. Uh, This is a great moment for me back to fight in my country, you know, and wow, I'm, I'm very happy. I'm very, I'm very exciting. You had talked at one point about possibly retiring, and what was it that re-motivated you to take all of these fights? Because now you're just fighting regularly again. You said a minute about the representability. What happened to you to want to to fight? So, you know, I love my job, I love my sport, and that's me. You know, I love fight, and I try to do my best you can, you know, because God gives me the, the, the big present in this world, my life, and everything I have in my life, you know, and... I continue fight because I have uh, timing. It's not too long, but I have timing, and I need to uh, absolve this time for fight because it's not forever, you know. And uh, you know, you uh, you fought well against Adesanya. Uh, that was an entertaining fight. Uh, did he surprise you at all with with his speed, or was he what you expected when you fought him? So, you know, he's a great fighter. He's uh, young, have a great future inside UFC. And um, I'm, I'm so happy because uh, I'm 40, 44 and uh, I'm continue to fight the same uh, uh, level for the young guys. And I'm so happy, you know. And you're fighting Anderson against uh, Jared Cannonier, who came down in weight. And his last fight, he knocked out David Branch. But David had good success on the ground against Cannonier. At one point, it looked like he even looked up at the clock midway through the first. Uh, you've kept it on the floor, uh, standing for a long time. How come you don't uh, go on the ground as much as you could? Because you're a high-level jiu-jitsu fighter. So... You know, it's very difficult talking about the, the, compare the fight for the last fight, for this fight, you know, mm-hmm. it's, everything is new one, you know, I'm, I'm very, 
been very exciting for this fight. I'm prepared. Um, I train in Jiu-Jitsu. I train in Muay Thai, wrestling. And let's go see, you know, because that is a very interesting fight. When you weren't fighting or when you had a break, did you get bored when you weren't training for fights? Did you find yourself thinking like, okay, now what do I do after fighting? And then now you're back into it because life is a little boring without it. So, yeah, you know, the, in this sport, the MMA, you need to stay uh, uh, your mind open and your body and your team together, you know, because uh, this sport is very interesting, you know. You need to stay uh, in completely focused all the time because... Everything's changed inside the cage. Do your uh, now you have kids? Do your kids fight as well? Do they train too? Oh yeah, Gabriel training uh, and prepare for fight professional, but not now. They have a time for this, you know. I talked to Gabriel for keep straight to Fox and university and uh, student because it's more important now. To be a student. Yeah. Do you get nervous at the idea of them fighting? A lot of fighters whose sons or daughters fight get very nervous watching their, their kids fight. Are you comfortable watching them uh, train, or do you get very nervous? So, um, Gabriel uh, follow me uh, sometimes in my camp training, and I look at when I, Gabriel uh, take the sparring and training a little more hard. I'm very uh, 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 excited when I watch my son, but I'm scared too because it's not easy, you know? But it's up to Gabriel, you know? He's a good boy. And But uh, when I talk to you about fight, I talk to one thing. Just you love, just do it. But you need to put in this inside your heart inside your mind because it's not easy it's not easy it's not it's not for simple people do you have a different mentality fighting now when you were the champion for so many years you were the guy who everybody was kind of gearing up to fight is it is it any different now that you're not the one that has the target on your back all the time well the life is more simple now, you know, because when you don't have the target, the big target in your back, you live your life more simple and it's not, it's not too much about training, but you stay in more, you stay in the, in the position more comfortable, you know, because when you're the, 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 the big guy, you have the big target in your back, you never stop training, you never relax, you know, you need to stay ready for everything, all the time. Uh, you know, your first, I think your first professional fight was in 1997. Did you ever think that you would still be fighting at a high level, or even a higher level than you started uh, at age 44? Did you ever think you'd be fighting this long? You know, Everything's changed, you know. When I start, the time when I start for a long time ago, 
for now, everything's changed. But when you love your job, when you love your martial arts, you have uh, respect to to the martial arts in your sport, you continue to uh, absolve more technique and uh, try to practice different martial arts, different uh, uh, discipline for staying in shape and stay in, in, in good level, you know? Hey, champ, when you retire one day, not right now, I know you got plenty of fights left in you, but one day when you retire, do you plan on being a coach or being involved in the sport in any way? Oh, yes, yes. That's, that's, that's very, very possible because I like uh, teaching. I like teach people. I like to help uh, the new the new guys, the new fighters, you know, and I'm very, I'm very happy for, uh, for continue, uh, uh, pass the good message for the new fighters inside the, this sport, you know, because it's not easy, you know, um, I have my, 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 my examples in this sport, you know, um, Randy Contour, Ben Henderson, Hoyce Gracie, uh, and uh, uh, Matt Seha, all, <laughs> all big names in this sport, you know. Yeah. And uh, that's the point I continue to fight because these guys give me the great opportunity for uh, show my, showing my job, you know. And I'm, I'm so happy for that. Let, let me ask you, uh, Anderson, do you still, I know you train jiu-jitsu, do you still put the gi on once in a while and roll jiu-jitsu with the gi? Yeah, you know, I love training, I love jiu-jitsu, I like training more uh, when i using the gi, and when I start my comp training, I, I train all the gi, I never take it off the gi, and I use the gi for training every single day. And when they come more close to the fight, I take I take it off the gi, and I train more the different uh, these things. But I love jujitsu. I train it for a long time, and um, I like uh, I like jujitsu because jujitsu is the is the only one the 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 technique in um, martial arts you you can do everything. You know, and I love Jiu-Jitsu. I love to hear that. And I love to hear that from one of the most dangerous strikers ever who played the game. You understand, Jimmy? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. How's your body healing, too? As, you know, as you, you, know, you hit 40, 42, 44, uh, is it a little harder to heal or, or, or to deal with injuries, or have you just kind of changed the way you do that? Well, it's, it's not easy, you know, because 44... You have a lot of injuries, um, a lot of pain in the body, but in in this point in my life, I try to using all this uh, for uh, transform in good experience, in good energy for me. You know, and um, I try to make everything easy 
it's not easy, but I try to make everything easy in my life, you know, and I train every day, every day. I have a pain every day. I have a, a sore in my body, but that's me. You know, I love my job and I continue uh, uh, doing something special for my fans. And uh, before we let you go, we appreciate the time. Uh, what do you think uh, Robert Whitaker against Israel Adesanya uh, for the unification uh, of the middleweight title? What do, you, what do you think of that fight? How do you think those guys match up? Wow, that's very interesting fight, you know. Um, Israel is a good fighter. He's young, and I have a good, good future inside UFC. The other side, you have the big champion in the world. And, you know, Whitaker, the people need your respect because he's the champion. And let's go see this fight because it's very interesting. You know, I respect the both. Uh, and in my opinion, uh, UFC have the best fighters in the world. You know, doesn't matter how category, but the old fighters in UFC is the big, crazy level. You know, and the people need your respect because UFC have the best fighters in the world. Well, we're happy that you're still fighting. Uh, the co-main event against uh, Jared Cannonier uh, on, of course, uh, Nama Yunus Andrade this Saturday, May 11th. Anderson, good luck. Have a good fight, and, and we appreciate you coming on and, and talking to us. It's, it's good to have you still around. Thank oh, you, champion. Thank you so much, you guys. Thank you. Thank you, coach. Thank, thank you so much. All right. Thank nice you, talking to you. Take care. Thanks, champ. That's awesome. All yeah. right. That was nice. You just talked into not your microphone. I know, because I turned it off when I called. I, I, lo I love Anderson. And I you were too. saying goodbye, and then I cut you off, and I was trying to say goodbye. I'm sorry, Jimmy. I, I, I didn't even notice. Nobody noticed, but I brought it up. Okay. Let's pretend I didn't. That's right. Jimmy, we'll I, cut that you know, out. you're not like that. I want that jingle. I want that jingle inside. Dana What's White jingle? What jingle, cannot Jimmy? cut Matt Sarah singing. I forgot what I said. I, forgot, I bought I... a snack for Jimmy the Bird, whatever nah, he sang. First of all, you're fucking up. <laughs> I don't remember the song. He just got up. so annoyed at you. Because it was what, well, Who's getting annoyed? You got annoyed at Jimmy. For I like buying snacks for oh, the did. little bird man, whatever That's you sang. That's true, Jimmy. I want Dana. To, Jimmy, to, first of all, first of all, first of all, I get snacks for you because you're my little bird. My little bird. Wait, my little bird i get snacks for you because you're my little bird my little bird jimmy now this ah, stop first of all not Guys, one lesson don't embarrass. not one lesson that's hard to self-taught Really? That's <laughs> hard to believe. Okay. So it's let's inspiring. Talk about some fights. Well, actually, you know what? I got to get uh, Alexander on the phone, then we'll talk fights afterward. But yes. Let me get him on the phone. We'll do our you, he looks the part, Alexander. Volkanovsky? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't say it like that. Volkanovsky. <laughs> he's 19 and 1. Yes? Yeah. Okay. He has not lost. Uh, <sighs> you know, in, in six years, he's on a 16 fight win streak. What's it like in. Uh, he's from New Zealand. New, New South Wales. We've talked to him before. I know. But uh, it's exciting. You know? He holds a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. He does, yeah. And Jose doesn't use as much jiu-jitsu anyway. You know, he probably... I mean, do nothing other. He used to play professional rugby. You know what I mean? Yeah. For the warrior gorillas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a... You know... Like a... Like a, I can't think of anything that's like... Not like someone who... Uh, what? Uh, who, like a bad rugby player. Like a bad... 
The he played for the Warrior wow. Gorillas. Thiago Alves is uh, fighting against. Uh, I cannot see uh, Lorena huh? Strapoli. Am I saying that wrong? Right? <laughs> oh, I am. Okay, I, I always get the names wrong. <laughs> what you Chris say? humiliates me. About Jose Aldo? No, Thiago Alves. Oh, I didn't know who you're talking about. Yeah. There. So you're fucking around. Well, that's Alves. But uh, I always say his name. Oh, wrong. What about him? Chris just knows. Oh, you're the looking names. at. Oh, this is like a RE chart right here because the names. Are I really can hardly small. see. Thiago Alves. <laughs> Alves. Alves. We just, Matt, he just corrected me. <laughs> <laughs> is fighting. Uh, oh, it's Lauren. All right, good. Chris Stop. is getting him on the phone. Okay. All right. all right, everybody. They're all in the same hotel. Jimmy, you know why I get snacks for you? Because I'm your little bird? You're my li Do you want me not to call you that no more? I don't mind. You get offended? No. I know you don't, Jimmy. You know why? Because you're my little bird, Jimmy. I can't. I can't get Hold offended. On. You keep talking. You keep talking. I can't. Matt, Matt's, Matt's giving me a hug. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very warm hug from my friend. All right. Sorry. I mean, then I went to sit down my chest. With all the That's bar. okay. All right, Jimmy. I, sometimes you just got to get that out of your system. You know, I do understand. I might, well, I might just start going up and hugging strangers. You think that'll go over big? Yeah, no, I mean, no, you're I strong. A lot of people come up and hug me though, and I don't even know if I know them. I'm like, oh hi, and I'm like, do I know this guy from high school? Or is it just some guy? And then finally, listen to the podcast. I don't even know the guy. I'm hugging him. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? It's kind of weird, you know. But um, I'm a lovable little guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm a lovable chap. Oh, I bet you oh. Alexander will know that uh, reference. I rolled this morning, Jimmy. He did. It takes me a little bit to get going. I'm not going to lie to you. My buddy Mancini held the pads for me a couple of rounds, got a little loose. And, uh, and then, well, I put, then I put the gear top on to go with the pants. I had the pants on already. You know? You did. And then I put him on. It's not really a big. What's going on over there, pal? Right, Alexander, what's up, buddy? You think it's easy to buy time? I got to talk about my morning routine? <laughs> I'll get him. Hold on. No, I'm only kidding. Uh, Alexander Volkanovsky. Hey, <laughs> by the way, good news. Tony Ferguson apparently news? had a photo with Dana. Oh, on Instagram. That's and he great said, back, news, motherfuckers. Oh, wait, Champ what? shit only. But say it again, because I was still uh, doing a stupid shit when you said it. That's okay. Uh, I need a sinus surgery. I can't breathe. I'm back, motherfuckers. Champ shit only. So it looks like they had a meeting. His new management had a meeting. Um, I don't know how Brett Okamoto gets all this from ESPN, but apparently he's connected. Yeah. Brett and he's saying Okamoto? It looks yes. like um, they are in good shape for another fight. So it looks like Ferguson, who has not said he was going to fight, is ready to go again. Whatever issues he had... You know, sometimes you need a little time, you work through them, and then you're done. So hopefully he will be fighting. 242, they said, is officially taking place in Abu Dhabi on September 7th. Now, I understand they want to fly us out for that event. Is that true? Yeah, they're going to put us up for a couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let us get comfortable. They, they're like, yeah. do you want first? I'm like, I'll All take right. it. Listen, 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 listen. I hope a sheik is a fan of our show and flies us out. This is the deal. That'd be fun. You have to, uh, we should push. To get to these fucking shows. Yes. I can't We're do the Vegas. Official. What? I'll be away on for Vegas. I I didn't plan it, but I'll be gone for that July fourth. Uh we got Alexander. Volkanovsky. I'm working. Oh. Right oh, we got a call. Yeah. All right, let's get Alexander on the phone. Alexander, how you doing? I'm good, mate. How are you? Good to talk to you again, man. This is it's Jim Norton and Matt Sarah on UFC Unfiltered. What's up, buddy? All right, sweet. What's happening? Uh obviously you are down in uh in Brazil. When did you get down there? Uh, got it Sunday, Sunday night. Have you fought there before? Have I fought? Nah, never in Rio, nah. You know, they say it's a very, very different place, unlike any other place. I mean, everyone has a hometown advantage no matter where they are, but they said Brazil is a, is a different uh, animal. Have you experienced that at all since you've been there? Not yet. I haven't yet, uh, to be honest. I'm pretty uh, respectful 
uh, over here at the moment. But I mean, I'm sure once I'm doing the weigh-in, walking out to the weigh-ins and the and the fight, it, you know, it might be a little different. But you know, I'm prepared for that. At least I get a little warm-up with the weigh-in. I would get used to that chant, buddy. The uh, the chant where they're chanting that, "Oh, you're gonna die." What, what is, is the chant? I love it. I don't remember <laughs> it. Ooh, I'm a rare. Yeah. Ooh, I'm a rare. How is it? Yeah. Yeah, I, I would listen to that as almost as your like walkout music because you're gonna hear that. <laughs> it's gonna feel. Have you ever fought uh, anybody in there on their home turf before like that? Hey, buddy. I, we, if you're he, speaking, we can't hear you. He thinks he. Um, after Matt's question, uh, he was asking if you fought anybody on their home turf. We you kind of dropped out. Hello? So, oh, there oh, you are, pal. Back. Did you hear Matt's question? You got me. Yeah, we can. We can't. We couldn't hear you. We can hear you now. Sorry about that. That's okay. Did you hear Matt's question? Uh, was that about fighting in uh, some of Yeah, well, Chad Mendes. I fought uh, oh, yeah. Chad Mendes. He's from California. So that was, uh, yeah, I guess uh, the crowd was uh, cheering for him. But, I mean, they, they weren't yelling, uh, you're going to die. So <laughs> that might be a little bit different coming Saturday night. Well, you had, um, look, you fought Mendes. You fought uh, Elkins. And you were very, very impressive against uh, Mendes, of course. So you've had tough. But Jose Aldo is, is kind of a, a, a different level uh, fighter. You really, uh, th- you think this is the toughest guy you fought? Oh, yeah, by far, you have to. He's a legend. He's a legend of the sport. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'll be a fool to think that it's going to be easy to At the same time, you know. Uh, you're cutting out again, buddy. It might just be because sometimes you leave the country. It might be because he's in Brazil. He's in Brazil, yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're talking, Alexander, we can't hear you. Because sometimes guys guy will give you a really great answer and all of a sudden realize no one heard it. Yeah. I'll just fill in what he's going to say. Um... I think he's a great uh, champion. He's a legend of the sport, and uh, I'm prepared. You can't speak for him. That's my guess. I'm sure he's prepared. Is, is, it, is it cutting out again? Yes. yes. Um, we were. You were saying uh, we were talking about uh, the different level that Jose Aldo is the toughest probably matchup you've had yet, and uh, we didn't hear your answer. Well, you didn't hear my answer. Oh man, welcome to Italian. That's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Just you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's Aldo. A legend, you know, obviously I'll be a fool to think it, you know, it's going to be an easy fight. I mean, at the same time, I'm just real hungry at the moment, you know. I mean, he's, he's sort of looked at it, he's talked about it, and, you know, I'm getting started, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm getting better and better every day, you know what I mean? It's just my time. Well, Jose is on a, again, we're not sure if you're dropping out. Jose is on a two-fight win streak. I mean, against two really tough guys, Moicano and uh, Stevens, both TKOs. Uh, due to punches, he seems since those max losses to really something has changed. I don't know what it is, but he seems to be fighting like the Jose of uh, you know five or six years ago. Yeah, well, you know he's coming off uh, two two big wins, you know, against contenders. But you know, I still see him early in that fight. I still see him having trouble. So a lot of people just remember the finish and go away what a performance. But you know, I seen a couple of holes. In them fights, but obviously, you know, Aldo is dangerous. You know, you've got to keep up, you've got to be careful. And, uh, you know, then he ended up catching him. Obviously, I'm aware of that. I know he's going to be explosive, I know he's going to be dangerous, but, you know, I've seen holes, I'm going to capitalize on that, and I'm going to slow it down. Now, I don't know if you've noticed this, uh, uh, Alexander, but it seems to me like, you know, I, I, and I love watching Jose fight because I love guys that will just chop your legs. I, that's my favorite thing to watch in MMA is those guys that just kick the shit out of your legs. And he seems to be doing that less and less as time goes on and relying more on the boxing. 
Uh, I don't know if you've noticed that, but do you do you have any reason you think might be behind that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just feels a little vulnerable uh, after throwing big leg kicks or something. Like that. I'm not sure, but I reckon that's going to be a, a part of his game plan coming in because I'm going to put the pressure on. But a lot of people are going to oh, watch out for the leg kicks, and you know, obviously we've all seen Aldo has got some wicked leg kicks. But I mean, it's easy to say you're going to throw leg kicks, but I mean, while I put pressure up in front of you and I've got you answering so many questions, it's not that easy to pull the trigger. So that's why, you know what I mean, I think uh, he's going to be more more focused on countering with hands rather than looking for the big, powerful legs, especially when I'm just putting on a pace. So I I, I believe that, you know, I going into the fight early, he's going to try and stop, but I slow down with him uh, real quick. Now, Max is coming off a very tough, uh, you know, a, a well-fought fight against uh, a Poirier at a, at a you know at, at a lightweight and uh, and a loss, so he might need a little bit of time to recoup. We think, I mean, I can speak for myself. I, I want to see Frankie get the next shot at the championship, just because he t- took Ortega when he didn't have to, and Frankie is such a, a warrior. So, what do you think happened? Like, let's say you and Jose fight. Um, let's say you it goes your way and you win the fight. What do you think should happen after that? I'm going to have to disagree with you. I think, uh, you know, I, think I deserve the, that title after that. I know Frankie definitely deserves the title, and it's unfortunate how things went for him. But, you know, giving such a title shot purely for, for sympathy, but it's, you, know, you know what I mean? I just think it's, like, it's unfortunate. I, mean, I, like, I like the guy. You know, I wish, I wish it went well for him. You know, what happened with Ortega was unfortunate. But, you know, that was a risk that he took, and it's a risk for a reason. You get what I mean? That's why I took that risk and credit to him. But, you know what I mean? He, he lost, and, uh, you know, I feel bad for the guy. But at the same time, I go and take out Aldo in his home country. I'm undefeated in the in the division, you know what I mean? Undefeated in the UFC. I just think, uh, you know, I've got a, I got a more of a claim, to, to be quite honest. But, you know what I mean? It's You know, you never know what happens in this game. But, you know, I, I just believe that. I believe uh, you know, that's why I want this part because I think it sets me up for a title fight after that. That's a very fair point. The fact is it will be 17 straight if you beat Jose, uh, who looks incredible in his home country. Uh, that would be uh, tough to argue. So either way, but I, and I think from the UFC's point, they haven't made the announcement because business-wise, I think that Jose has fought Max twice in recent years. So for them, uh, Frankie and Max might make more sense than Jose and Max. But if you win... Well, then you and Max it might be an interesting matchup to them as well. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, you know, uh, the number one contender, but you know, he has lost. You know, I want that title next. I mean, a lot of people, yeah, you know, are talking about, you know, we, we've matched, you know, is he coming back down and stuff? I think he, he will. Uh, come back down, but uh, you know, I, you know, I just believe I'm a better matchup for for Max to be honest as well. I think that fight uh, sort of opens people's eyes. Like obviously, Max is a very high level fighter, got a lot of respect for him as a fighter. But at the same time, I always knew that he was still beatable. Sure, well, but I think the last fight sort of made other people like the the world is beat. All right, Alexander, we have to. We can hardly hear you. We, uh, you're, you're giving really interesting answers, too. But unfortunately, the connection, the cell connection is just a little rough. Um, so I'm, can you still hear us? 
Yeah, I don't know if he's talking or not. I don't know if he can hear us. I'll, I'll just let his team. Yeah, let them know that we had to just because we 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 uh, we're enjoying this interview a lot, right. but it's hard to hear him. I it's like frustrating. To, I like to hear what he has to say too. It stinks. Yeah, he's nineteen and one. He's on a sixteen fight win streak, coming in to fight Jose Aldo on this card. So please, uh, yeah, Chris, just tell us team we say goodbye and uh, yeah, we uh, we appreciate the call. We like the guy a lot. And let me, let me ask you, how many fights in the UFC is that now? He's six and zero in the UFC. That's yeah, that's yeah. not easy. No, man. it's not. Shoot. You know, and that's not, well, not that any division's easy, but that's a rough division also. And uh, I'll tell you, I think it depends on how this fight, not only a win, but what kind of win. If he that's does right, something, yeah. if something, if he does something dynamic, you know, Jose's all the, Jose Aldo's not an easy guy, even though Max put him away a couple of times. He's not easy to put away. No, he's all. not. If he does something, you know, you know, uh, this game's all about opportunities. It's a huge opportunity for Alexander. So, hey man, th- this is this is big. I can't wait, and the weather's gonna be nice. So we got the little outside barbecue. We'll be having that going on at my. Oh, house. that's nice. What are you doing? Want come over? No, I won't be around, but oh, I appreciate right. it. I, I I I'm happy for Jesse Aldo that he's been looking so good lately too, because um, again after Connor, and then those two Max losses, people are like, well, is he done? And he looks great in the last two it's fights. Nice. It's nice to see. Yeah, you know, because sometimes you. It's easy to write somebody off in this game. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, you're only as good as your last fight type of thing. But, you know. And as much as I love Frankie, did you see how fast I uh, said, oh, good point, Alexander. Right, dude. <laughs> jumped right over. I did. Like, That's smart. Because oh, yeah, I'm know, talking to Alexander. Yeah, but you're, you got a better claim. Yeah, yeah. Great point. Well, I say a better claim, but I get his point. I mean, the 17 fights you. in a row is kind of hard to. Uh, I got you. All right, so listen, let's go over the uh, Francisco Trinaldo. What time is Diego? What's that? We got a little bit of time. We Diego Ferreira, 20, twenty minutes or so. Twenty, 20 minutes. So, yeah. Maybe All right, I want to do picks, but I might have to uh, use the old uh, little the toilet. Old How about we want to do the first pick and then use the toilet? Oh, you together? know, what? why don't we do a couple of picks? I'm not in a rush. Rush. Did I say the name wrong? Uh, Diego uh, Ferreira. Uh, Fajeda. Oh, Fajeda. Yeah. But yeah, Ferreira. Sure. What? Francisco. Francisco Trinaldo. Trinaldo. That's easy. You took Diego the easy Fajeda. one. Yeah. Oh. Fajeda. Fajeda. Um, give me their last fights, please. Yes, I'm pulling that up right now. Uh, this is the main card of UFC 237, 10 p.m. Eastern on pay-per-view. Uh, Francisco Trinaldo is coming off a TKO finish of Evan Dunham, a knee to the body. Uh, and he, this was back in September 2018. Uh, that's a, a, actually a really entertaining fight. And that was Him, a, a nasty and he, finish. And he won? He won that fight by... Uh, oh, versus Dunham? Yes. I remember that fight. And then if I, I believe Evan Dunham retired after that fight. I think that yes, was, ended did. up being his last fight. Uh, on the other side, Diego Fajeda is on a four-fight win streak. Unanimous decision over Olivier Oban-Mercier. He finished Jared Gordon. He finished Kyle Nelson. And he has a unanimous decision win over Rustan <laughs> Habilov in his last fight. What are their records? He's undefeated in the UFC? He's uh, No, he actually has two losses in the UFC. He lost a decision to Benil Daryush and Dustin Poirier uh, knocked him out. But he is uh, four and, or no, excuse me, six and two in the UFC. And what is uh, 15 and two overall. And Trinaldo is 23 and six over his career. And he has, I mean, a ton of UFC fights. Yeah. yeah. I'm taking. Trinaldo, Trinaldo. <laughs> I'm not going to go through the whole thing. I'll take uh, Trinaldo. Oh, I was going to. Oh, you whole, didn't say how. You like? Why do you got to cut me off? I forgot you were doing it. it. I'm sorry. He's got to get back on track. That's yeah, why. Sorry, Jimmy. Go be sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm. All right. Now you got me. Now that you interrupted, <laughs> listen to me. Yeah. I'm taking Trinaldo. Me too. You want to know how? 
Yeah, I'm going to take second. Oh, sorry. Second round. I was going to take second round TKO. <laughs> what are you doing? That's what I'm getting. Second round TKO. All right, you want to? I'm my own man. I mean, you want to jump on my pick? Are you you're actually taking second? Really That's like what I was going to say before Jimmy too. hijacked it. Matt's been on fire lately, so I just got to go with Matt. And he has, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to go Diego Fajeda second round. In Ventures, it was the time heist. Uh, you know what? I'll what? take... Uh, Jimmy did the pick heist. What? I'll take Trinaldo decision. Oh, Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy. Jimmy, right. you hop right from one... You're a flip-flop. Well, yeah, but it's hard to pick these fights, man. It's impossible. Tiago yeah, Alves. Well, we're all—I mean, we're all right around fifty percent. You know what I mean? It's like, and we pay a lot of attention to it. Loriano Starpolia. Uh, Star yep. Yeah, Frankie, you deserve it. You deserve the shot. Of course, you deserve it. Good point, Volkanovski. <laughs> well, he did make a valid point about sixteen straight Jimmy. in his home country, and he'll be number four, beating the number one. Frankie's number three. He might jump past number three. Yeah. Now, and he said a good thing about Frankie. Made a choice, and with that choice comes a risk, and the risk is that you know. So he he had at least a good. Uh, he he put up a good argument as to why he feels he deserves it. What's he gonna say? If that was in the in the courtroom, he was definitely pulling a little my cousin Vinny's. He was good on that. He was. He was like, it's a risk for a reason, and that's that, the- that, 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 that guy's good. That's the stuttering. Yeah. <laughs> he's good. What's the you? All right, all right. <laughs> I'm yeah. not good at I'm not good at impersonation. That's okay. As a matter uh, of fact, I just interviewed Ralph Macchio, and he was talking oh, about my cousin man. Vinny, and he said that Fred Gwynn in my cousin Vinny. Who's that? The judge. Okay. Herman Munster. Yeah. They do the scenes. But he said whenever he does his close-ups, the other actors have to mouth their words. Boy. Like, this way no one steps on his close-up. I guess, and again, he's a, a veteran enough actor. This is what Joe Pesci just won the Oscar. I think, what is that about? Like, let's say you and I are doing lines. I'm on camera for my close-up. You're doing your lines off camera, and the camera's on me for my close-up. You'll do your lines, and I'll do mine. But Fred Gwynn would have it, like the actor's... Uh, who were talking to him while he was on close up had to mouth their lines. What's the point? Of so that? he could give the delivery he wanted. Probably, he probably in his career had had his lines stepped on before or whatever um, and just was like, fuck this, real veteran. That's interesting. Oh. That's funny. If that was happening to Matt, Matt would not be able to concentrate. He'd be, looking, no. he'd be reading lips and then you'd be saying the, the wrong ones to fuck with the other person. Yeah, Matt, Matt uh, it's funny. <laughs> I want to ask Molly and Brando what he thinks about that. Well, he's not listening. There's nothing to listen to. All right, so I'm Jimmy, boring everybody good. with my Fred Quinn <laughs> trivia. Sorry. I like when you do impersonations. I apologize. That was Brando. Uh, what's Alves in his last couple fates, uh, fights in uh, Star Poli, of course? Uh, Tiago Alves is actually coming off a split decision win over Max Griffin in his last fight. Yeah. Prior to that, he had uh, been finished by Curtis Millinder with a knee, and then he lost a unanimous decision to Alexei Konchenko. Um, uh, yes? That Max Griffin fight, was that a close decision? That was a split decision, yes. And was that a just decision? I'm pretty sure, and I like Diago Alves, and I always say that because I know these guys. Yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure Max got that fight, or should have had that I, fight. I remember, Maybe I'm wrong. It was. I it don't want to shit on no, the guys. It was win. very close. You're right. It was very close. I actually did think it was reasonable that Alves won, but it was right. a very close decision. It could have gone the other All way. All right, man. I just want to. Uh, but you're right, Max Griffin. Would you be too. scared to uh, to uh, have a jujitsu match with Alves? No. Jimmy, you know what you're being right now? You know what I call this back in high school? What? That's a jacket holder. What's that? That's the little mm-hmm. pussy that goes, hey, hey, listen. You see that guy? Oh, he's tough. Listen, you think you can beat him? Hey, go, go see if you can beat him. I'll hold your jacket. No, there's a difference. That's you, Jimmy. No, it's, it's not. Because I'm not saying that I think it should happen. I'm saying. Jimmy, listen, before would, would you, you be... ask me about anybody. Okay. 
The answer is I'm not afraid of anybody, and I'd li- and But I'd be very afraid of him. I, yeah, but Jimmy, listen. jacket holder's good though. I would definitely do a jacket. Jimmy, holder. if we did a song right now, Jimmy, I'm not attacking Please you. Please don't. Ready? Okay. Alpha, well, beta, <laughs> alpha, beta. Hey, let's call the whole thing off. I'd rather be a beta. Um, you're not a beta. Yeah. Jeff you're Bezos. A beta. You're not a Bill beta. Gates. But Steve Jobs. You're right. Me, I'm a fucking... Then again, I'm a high school dropout beta. That's really bad. Listen, I'm not even saying I'm... Uh, well, listen. Was well, he a black belt? Tiago? Yeah, I, I'm sure he is. is. I, I, don't, I don't know. I can double check, but I think he is, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy. He's been around forever. I mean. Tiago has been around for a long time. He fought GSP for the well, Actually, no, it minutes. says he's a brown belt on, on Wikipedia. I remember one well, of my listen, first he, fights. He likes, the, he likes the stand-up. That's why. Yeah. Did he fight on the Jones car? No. What Jones Shogun, I believe, was in New Jersey. Am I correct about that? It was, I think. It was and was Tiago Alves on that card? Because for some reason, I remember watching him go back and forth like a pit bull. Just oh. going, what a scary fucking guy. Hmm. Let's see. Like a what? A, a pit bull before the fight. You, Jones versus Shogun? Yeah. Jimmy, do you know what his nickname is, Jimmy? Is it Pitbull? It is, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not even oh, saying that. Oh, you're being so ironic. I really wasn't. <laughs> Jimmy. I might be thinking of another. No, yeah, I, it doesn't look like he was. I, maybe it was a Vegas fight. I believe you. Just maybe like was, I believe you. I just like I believe Phoenix when she says that she thought that two guys <laughs> were just too old, but two deaf guys, but they were really two old, old Italian guys. Oh, yeah, no, that's I a true story. It's not true. It's a complete <laughs> lie. No, it isn't. Uh, it never happened, Phoenix. Oh, we love fuck, you. I'm it didn't happen. Jimmy, I'm fucking light. Why do you make me laugh so much? How about this? Alves, was he on the oh. card? Was it Rampage against Liddell? Was he on that card? I don't know why. I'm trying to remember where I was watching him walk back and forth. And it was when I first started going to fights, 2007, something like that, around the 2007. Yeah. Well, you know, listen. I don't think we're gonna it's figure the that last out. one we'll Let's check. I'm just pick. curious. No, I'm not seeing it on there. I don't remember which one it was. All right. Well, Could anyway, be you that was Tiago Silva was on that. So maybe you see him walking around like okay. a pit bull. What has uh, Star Poli done his last year? Sometimes you see me and I, I used to walk around and they go, oh, that guy looks like a terror. What's his nickname? He's the terror. Anyway, listen, Jimmy, Jimmy, I just come over to man. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go. Come on. Loriano Star Poli is 8 and 1. Is in Wait, his say that again. Loriano Star Poli. Okay. Is 8 and 1. Loriano. Correct. Starpoli. Starpoli, you got Starpoli, it. Starpoli, yeah. In his uh, MMA career, his UFC debut was his uh, last fight, and he won by unanimous decision over Hector Aldana. And, and he's, it's, that was his, all right. What was that was his, his UFC MMA, debut. They're both coming career? off decision wins. He's eight and one uh, overall. When, this is interesting. Why are they they're giving, they're giving Lorano a uh, real veteran here? Yeah. You know what I mean? It could be that Tiago. I mean, I'm just making up a story, but maybe Tiago wants to fight in Brazil. It's a good match, you know. It's a matchup for him. Ooh. So in other words, I know Chris. This is what I think right now. This mm-hmm. is what I'm going to predict. That this is what I'm, I'm not predicting this fight. I'm predicting what Chris the producer is doing here. He's saying, he's saying basically that Tiago Alves is getting a gimme fight. Oh no no no! How dare I'm going to take Starpoli by decision. I hope you come in studio one day and, and approach Chris the producer about Star, that yep. shit. Starpoli by decision. That, really? Yep. Can I be honest with you, Matt? That's sure. what I actually had written down too. Oh, I started pulling by decision. All right. Well, listen to me, man. There's no school like the old school. Yep. Jimmy, I'm gonna pick him. <laughs> Diago Alves. You know why? Nah, I fought on many cards with that guy. You like him? He's an old school dude, man. He's kind of like a 
dare I say, <laughs> wild animal. A, 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 a rabid dog. A Rottweiler. A Rottweiler. I kind of like a Rottweiler, yeah. but different. Like a Shih Tzu on steroids. Yes. Yes. No, first of all, the USAD is involved here. Oh, right. He's it's a, just an expression, Jimmy but you're right. How about this? On crack. I'm taking Thiago <laughs> Alves by, uh, I'm going to say, third round stoppage. Okay. All right. Why not? Sure. Why not? Uh, by uh, TKO, by the way. Yes. Thank you. Now, um, do you want to keep man. going, or do you have sure. to go to the bathroom? What's yeah, going on? you know. You how want? long do we got? Do one more minute. Oh, let's, let's do, do one more. Five, yeah. All right, one more minute. Let's say. So we did all the picks. Jose? Who cares about my bladder? Against. My bitch, do you want to pee bird. right now? We, we can take a break. I'm in no we, rush. We definitely have time to take a break, if you want to take a break. <laughs> let's take a break. Who said anything about peeing? No, I do not. First of all, I do not. Jose against Alexander <laughs> Volkanovsky. Wow. I like the way Ale- Alexander Volkanovsky. I like his style. I like his accent. I like his answers to everything we were bringing up over there. He sees an opportunity. I think he's going to seize the opportunity. See what I did there? I didn't say it. He sees it's an opportunity. The opportunity, mm. right? So you're saying Cart DM? And he's gonna see. <laughs> seize the day. Yeah. Gotta always ruin my flow. I'm sorry, I apologize. He's gonna seize sure. this opportunity, okay, Jimmy? Kind of like you did on Tough Four. I, Jimmy, I know I had that up. That's not about. Oh, Jimmy, stop embarrassing me. God damn, I seize that, Jimmy. I knew. I, Jimmy, I knew. Absolutely. I had a dream, Jimmy, when I went in that house. I knew that it was. And then I knew that would lead to a new, another opportunity. When you shocked the world, yes, Jimmy. When I shocked the fucking, and now I'm sitting with you. Put and a, now I'm sitting with you. Hold on, put a pin in that thought. Now we have. <laughs> <laughs> what, Jimmy? What? I think. What, Jimmy, here's my pick. What do you think's gonna happen? Aldo by decision. Jimmy, because he's had two take. Again, I'm big on the two TKOs in a row. I, I, I there's no way to. To, to really know. I mean, he's just fought. Volkanovski is on a 16-fight win streak. Jose has had definitely a much higher level of guys he's fought. Yeah. He's been in these high-pressure situations before. Sometimes he's won, sometimes he hasn't. This is by far the biggest fight of Volkanovski's career. Do I think he could win it? Yes, of course. Right. But I'm going to take Jose. Okay. I think Jose um, will win this fight. How, Jimmy? Uh, I've had a decision. Oh, that's what you said? Yep. So it's only three rounds. That's why it's three rounds. So right, I which think is interesting. Which Aldo wanted. Wanted three, but then again, right. they weren't going to make this a main event anyway. It would have been the co-main potentially. All right. Oh right, the co-mains are five two. Yeah. Oh no no no. no I'm sorry. That's right. You're right. Silly. But I think they did Stop originally making want... up shit. Yeah, and he got me to agree with them, Jimmy. I'm sorry. But I do think that they originally were looking at this to be the main event. I believe Dana said, but maybe Aldo they didn't thought about it. But yeah. well, listen. Who gives a shit about what ifs? Is it, you ever see the what if comics? They were great. No. It's almost like, what if Wolverine was Oh, on the yes, yes, yes. What if? That's right. Are you serious? 100%. I remember Don't those. Fuck with me. I, I what if Spider Man didn't get bit by the spider? I remember. I remembered those <laughs> when I was a kid. What if? I had a lot of comic books when I was a I kid. I like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's right. The original Fantastic what Four. What if? Jimmy Norton did jujitsu and he was a savant I know. with it. Oh, Jim and Norton should do know, it. He's competing. All right. Anyway, uh, listen. Got it. I believe in Volkanovski when nobody else in this room does. You understand? (laughs) Mm -hmm. What'd you say again, Christopher? I didn't say yet. What do you think? Well, here's what I'm going to say. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not going to give you, I'm not going to give you either. I'm not going to give you either. I am going to take Jose Aldo by decision. Here's why I think people, the two losses to max, the Connor knockout, he loses three of four at that point. Outside of that, Aldo's only lost one other fight. It was in 2005. He's now won two fights in a row by knockout. Two really tough guys. Stevens, Moicano's a, a prospect coming up. Uh, Volkanovski's a really tough guy. This is a big step up in competition. It's Aldo in Brazil. I'm going to take Jose Aldo by decision. I think I th- he's only 32 years old is the other thing. I think people think because he's been so successful, he's been around so young, long that he's like an older guy. Aldo's still very much in the mix. I- I'm going to take Jose Aldo. Yep. By decision. What are you taking? Volkanovski by head kick first round. Is that why? What the fuck is that? We got a call coming in? No. What's All that right. beeping sound? I have no. That was. I don't know. Well, nobody at home is gonna hear it. We're hearing it. It's fucking up with my. It's fucking are you my. Sure, we don't have I promise we don't. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, I'm listen. I'm going with Alexander Volkanovski. Okay. You know. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. You know why? Do you know why? Um, why? Because I think he's got nuts, man. I think you're I right. think he knows what's he on does, the line, yeah. and I think a second round, he's gonna find his home, and uh, and he's gonna end up taking him out in the second round. Ask me another. And I know that's crazy. I know you're saying, man, but listen, no, man. That's not crazy. I don't know, but listen, he's explosive. He's shown that he could take a shot, and I think he's gonna put everything into this. And I think Jose's gonna want to put on a show at his home, and he's gonna come at him second round or third round. Hmm. Ask a. Uh... You know what? I'm going to say the second round because he's an explosive dude, and oh. I think he's going to find his mark. This is a great fight. I mean, I'm really yes, excited. This is. is one where you really don't know. I mean, it, it could go either way. This well, is you fun. know what Biggie Smalls what he used to say, you know? You don't know. Now you know, Jimmy. Mm. He didn't say Jimmy. I didn't know what he said that, but I, I believe well, it's a great quote. Like that, Jimmy. You know? Like, get your snacks, Jimmy. Okay. What do you want to do, Jimmy? Here's what I think. Talk to me, Jimmy. Now, why else do I think Jose might win? Because mm-hmm. if Jose wins, I think the next title shot. Now, again, it'll be hard to deny Jose again, but a third shot with Max, they're just not going to do it. Not yet. Because Max has won the other two in the third round each. It's not interesting enough to sell. I say if Jose wins, Frankie gets the next shot at Max, and then Jose in gets the winner of that. Or they make him fight one more well, fight. Well, hey, here's a thought. Uh, Brian Ortega just announced that he is completely healed after the Max fight, everything, like all his bones that were broken, whatever. He's all healed up. He's ready to return to action. What if What if the winner of this fight's uh, Brian Ortega? Because, again, they're going to want both of Alexander's going to want to jump over Frankie if he wins. I'm thinking of business for the UFC. They may say Jose, uh, Max against Volkanovski is a great fight. They will not be able to sell as easily Jose against Max 3 because right. Max won the first two. This is purely business. I think if Jose wins, fucking Max, get, uh, sorry, uh, Frankie gets the shot against Max, and then maybe the winner of this fight fights Ortega for the chance to fight for the championship. Sure. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Volkanovski actually has a better chance if he wins the fight. Because he's not fought Max fight. yet. Right, because it's a, it's a novel So for Frankie, fight. I want I want in his Edgar. case for sure. I want Edgar to get his Well, shot. listen, hey, for, I, think, I think that... Uh, Back you on know, team I think Frankie. he's going to have his chance, but I think Frankie obviously has done... Uh, you know, we got Alexander on the line, actually. No, uh, I would tell him, look, I mean, Matt convinced me. I think Frankie's done so much for the sport, though. You can't deny him. And Styles make fights. That fight is just amazing to yeah. make. That would be an amazing fight. Yeah. Um, all right, Jared Cannonier 
versus Anderson Silva. Yes. The great Anderson Silva. I'm going to take Anderson Silva by decision. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Well, listen to me. I don't think it's that interesting. I think he could outpoint him. He could hit and not be hit. Right. You know, be like water, my friend. Counting to your second round knockout. Wow. All right. As I great mean, as Anderson is. Turncoat. Uh, no, I love him, but but the reality wow, is... What, what if you hated him? Cannoneer <laughs> looked really good in that fight against Branch. And yeah. Branch, like you said while we watched it, was doing a lot of right things. And uh, and I don't see Anderson taking him to the ground well, at all. All the kick is his kicking may throw Cannoneer a little bit if he throws them. Yeah, yeah, I think that's the big... We watched, actually, the, uh, Branch, the Branch fight before we started. And I, I was saying that might be the difference. Branch is obviously known to be more of a boxer and then a grappler. Take it back. Uh-oh. Third round stoppage, Anderson Silva. Right. Watch for that foot to the fucking face. God, that'd be wild. Um, oh, yeah, I'd be very happy with that. I'm going to take, I love Anderson. I'm taking Anderson. I'm going to go wild and take Anderson by second round submission. Maybe it goes Ooh. to the ground. I don't know. Throws up a triangle. Old school. Ah, he's got that wrist control. <laughs> he does, yeah. though. He's good, he man. Yeah. You know, he's good. I was about to say ask Chelsea but I like Chelsea Sonnen a lot, so I don't want to fucking attack the guy. I won fifty dollars like that him. night, actually. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. Chelsea was doing great. It's always a danger, though. <laughs> Excuse me. That's nice. It's always a danger uh, fighting when between somebody's legs there, with the uh, in that guard. Do you get a pee, buddy? Before we go, what, what, no, what? I had a belch coming. But you know what, Jimmy? Yeah, I do got a pee. We'll talk about the main event: uh, Jessica right. Andrade versus the champ, Thug Rose Namajunas. You want to talk about that first? It's up to you. What's Andrade's record? Uh, I'm pulling it up right now. I think and how she's... soon do we got that call? 10 minutes. Yeah, 15, 15 minutes. Yeah. I see. Uh, let's talk about the fight. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about the fight. She is, uh, Jessica's 19 and 5, uh, 19 and 6, sorry, overall. And she's won three fights in a row. Unanimous decision over Claudia Gadelia. Unanimous decision over Tisha Torres. And then, I mean, out arguably one of the best knockouts in strawweight, women's strawweight history over uh, Carolina Kovacavich in her last fight. Um, okay, Jessica, first round knockout. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, whoa. I'm joking. I thought you were going for it. No, I, I think that uh, Ro Thug Rose, fourth round, rear naked choke. You mm. know, I, I'm going to take Rose by submission as well, but I think she will do it in the uh, third round. How many times has Jessica gone? Oh, yeah, she's main event that she's gone to five rounds. Okay. You're saying third round sub, Jim? Yep. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Rose. I think I'm going to go with... I had decision, but now you guys are making me think maybe submit. I don't know. I'm going to go with decision. Um, We're not making you do anything. No, I know. But then Good you guys point, saying I submission, so. I, right, I, I think, could right. is a possibility. But but I'm going to go to decision here. Yeah, you got to stick with what you, what you feel. Jimmy. Um, all right, Matt. You want to take a quick break, and then we'll uh, yeah. come back? Oh, potty break. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's pull-up podcast. Very special mini post-game seven episode of pull-up, an epic game seven in Denver. 37 points back-to-back -back essentially close out buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. 
The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus... Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value, free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. All right, we are back and feeling good. Now, we've already mentioned, uh, we didn't we neglected to mention this because we're asses. Uh, Cormier, of course, is fighting Stipe Miocic at uh, uh, 241 in Anaheim on August the 17th. Awesome. But another great fight on that card is finally happening. I guess Yoel is all healed up and ready to go. Yep. Yoel Romero, Paulo Costa, number two against number eight. And Costa, I think, is 12 and all. I could be wrong. He's undefeated, I know. And Romero is just a murderer. So what an incredible fight that's going to be. Is that the co-main or no? Um, the, uh, the bout order hasn't been announced yet. I don't know if they're trying to p- put any other stuff together, but that is happening on that card. For Both sure. guys been uh, they've been out a bit, no? Yep. Yeah, Romero hasn't fought since June last year when he fought um, Whitaker, of course. And then, uh, yeah, Romero, um, Costa hasn't fought since July of last year, too. So I, uh, about the same amount of time. So what do you think uh, is going to be the co-main? What, what, what are the fights around that card besides Cormier and Miocic? Let me pull it up. Hold on. What is that, 241? 241 in Anaheim, yeah. Let me see. There's so many because you got Jones, is, uh, Jones against uh, Santos. That's July 6th, yep. yep. <laughs> Jimmy? What? Did you say something? No, my chair's broken. Oh, it was your hiney. Chair's broken. Talking to me. <laughs> Let's oh, hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Chair's broken. Let's see. what if that, Those are the only two cards on oh, the UFC website fights. that are officially okay. announced. Yeah. You know, I watched the... Um, What's up, man? The countdown special, the embedded or something. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it looks like with, with uh, Thug Rose and... Their, uh, and and Pat Barry, you know the way they live, where they're yeah. they're gardening and they're and they're doing all the outdoor stuff, and then they're inside. She's playing the piano, and I think does like, she play it, the piano? Oh, playing it like a like since an angel a, since she was a kid. Yeah, it's like a, oh yeah. And um, it was. I feel that if something happened and like their Wi-Fi went out for a, a year, that's no big deal. They wouldn't notice. I listen between my fucking. First of all, my video games. Second of all, my TV. Well, not even a second of all. But, you know, Alexa, put on songs from Queen, you know, when I'm in my video games. I mean, I. And then, while I'm in the lobby, before I have to murk some fools, I'll check on my Instagram, see what's up, you know? Then maybe I'll do a little FaceTime with my buddy Jimmy. We, sure. don't, we don't really. We do love that. FaceTiming. Well, you know. 
And then, you know, it's so all this stuff. If I saw, so I'm not, what am I going to do? I, I'm, oh, I'm going to read a book. <laughs> Play the piano. <laughs> I'm going to read the book. Uh, maybe a comic book. Or, but I need all this stuff. So something tells me they don't, Jimmy. No, they no? don't. They're very like, they went away to build houses that time. Now this, I'm sure Pat what? likes this, but remember they went away to do that that charity thing. Someone charity, they, they, like you know, uh, to work in there. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, something tells me that this is much more Rose's thing, and Pat kind of is like okay with it. Uh, although I'm sure he enjoys it. Yeah, well, he had his partying. I mean, we talked to Trevor Whitman. Sure. I mean, Pat had his partying days back in the day, and it seems like that's you know yeah. past him. He's more settled Sober down. Sober. Yeah. Really, yeah. I like the party. Rose seems like she has more of like a commune or like a, kind of a, a, a beatnik lifestyle. Just kind of hang yeah. back and enjoy nature and then go in yeah. and strangle somebody. Yeah. What yeah. is Jessica's um, nickname? Uh, um, great what question. Is, what does that say? It's uh, oh, Bate Estaca. I don't know. Uh, Bate Estaca. Yeah, I told yeah. you that. Jessica Andrade, <laughs> Bate Estaca. What, what does that I, mean? I don't know. Let's see. Oh, let's translate yes. that. Alexa, what does uh, Bate oh. You leave that on mm-hmm. in your house? Not me, boy. They hear everything and Do they record they? everything. Yeah. Uh, it I means know, weird, pile man. driver, which I think is Ooh. apropos. Right? Yeah. Are you trying to call Thug Rose? What I. Uh, Once you get her my, right? my wife calls, my wife calls me the pile driver, Jimmy. Does she? Yes, I didn't bark in ages. Not on air. But in my bedroom, that's a different story, Jimmy. A uh, couple more bits of news if you what? guys uh, oh, are interested us, in it. Give us some news because I'm just talking nonsense. Uh, Khabib's manager, uh, Khabib's manager, Ali Abdelaziz, uh, gave an update on uh, Habib's next three octagon appearances. He wants to fight Dustin Poirier September sure. 7th, like we talked about in Abu Dhabi. Not okay. official, but that's where he wants to do it. Then he wants to fight again in December uh, at the end of the year card, I would assume. And he's still looking for this George St. Pierre fight next Stop April. with that. Yeah. 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 Georgia, Georgia yeah, George retired? is retired. Yes. It's not happening. He's not going down a lightweight. Um, I, I bet. I, I think Khabib would probably... Go up to Walter, yeah, man. Yeah, he would fight I don't even want to... Whatever. But, but they're not, yeah. I, I have no interest in that. Fight, man. I want to see him fight Dustin Poirier, and then we'll go from there. Yep. You what know? Else? Because I like that. Because that's exciting. Because Dustin's got that whole. Yeah, yeah. I already know what's going to happen. I've told you guys. No one listens. What else do we have now for him? (laughs) It's Dustin's second round KO. Yeah, Daniel Cormier was talking about. um, He's probably got two fights left. He was saying. He talked to Ariel uh, on Monday, and he was saying that he thinks when he fights John Jones, he's the most complete in preparing for competition with a guy like that. Well, because he's lost to him. Yeah. Yeah, but even still, I think he he just like looks at him as like. A guy that he absolutely gets up for. Not no disrespect to Stipe, he said, but obviously John Jones is that guy. And then uh, I was just laughing because John Jones is kind of ruthless. He replied on Instagram. Somebody had posted that, and he wrote, "Somebody tell that man to just stop already." <laughs> um, you know, I like. I really do like both guys. I do too. You know, I, I would I, love to see Cormier get a get a win against him just because I like I like both guys. And and I like Daniel so much. And it is weird though that you like. Because sometimes there's like a feud like that, and you're like, well, I'm kind of with like, like this guy or that guy. Like, you kind of side more with one or the other, right. you know, like with the Khabib thing, I'm, you know. But like uh, with this one, yeah, I like both guys. Yeah, we've interviewed them enough. I've talked to John Moore. Yeah, but. I mean, I really like DC. But then I'm like, yo, with well, John Jones, I'm always like, you know, I get along so well with. So, but I mean, that's not to do with anything. It's just me babbling. But. As far as a rivalry goes, I don't. I can't think of any more. I mean, it's really bitter. I mean, they came to blows outside. I mean, it doesn't get more. Yeah. You know. So you know, it gets kind of dark too. So I wonder. I'm looking forward 
to the Stipe fight. Though, I am too. DC. It's I mean, not going to end the same way. On Stipe. No. I mean, Stipe, look what he's done for this. I mean, it's so weird how, like, out of, sou- out of sight, out of mind sometimes, Jimmy, you know? Where people all of a sudden, like, I mean, you got to remember who the hell Stipe Miocic oh, is. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he got caught by DC, who's on, one of the best of all time also, and he's yep. an undefeated heavyweight. And, so, and again, like, DC can catch anybody, but I don't see Stipe getting caught like that again. Undefeated at heavyweight, I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, man. What else? Give me Let's some Let's get Rose on the phone. Uh, How come we, we don't want to call couple, Rose? Because there's a schedule, and then if we call early, then we're not going to get her. Then we can yeah, we will. I'll try her in a second. Well, actually, Rose just, loves one, us. just one other thing about DC. DC revealed that he underwent back surgery in December. I Go, Going into the fight against Derek, Derek Lewis, Lewis yeah. he had a shorter camp, and he said, like, at that age, he probably realistically shouldn't have done that. He sneezed. And hurt his back, and he required surgery, actually. So that that's where he's been for the last little bit, why they haven't kind of put a fight together, and now he's he's obviously getting back into the gym soon. But um, pretty Shit, wild. Man. Watch out for those sneezes. Yeah. Um, all right, you want me to try Rose? We'll try Rose. Yeah, why not? All right, let's see. see oh, Rose! She's probably at the piano. <laughs> I'm not going to crunch in the mic. Well, you can. Hi, Rose. Hey. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. I, I'm, I'm doing, I was doing good until I heard my phony producer on the phone with the hotel. And the, the, and he goes, Inglés, por favor. Now, have you, he doesn't speak any Portuguese. Have you picked up any since you've been down there? Uh, a few words, but not, not really. Like, I mean, yeah. When did so you? Bam, bo, uh, bom dia, <laughs> obrigado. Obrigado. Yeah, that was the first one I learned. Um, and now, when did you get down there? Uh, we got here, like, Tuesday morning. Now, Thug Rose, first of all, hi, how are you? Hey. It's Matt Sarah. Good. Good. Listen, now, are you ready? Because you're so likable, so I don't know if they're going to be doing the chant. But you have to be prepared. Right. Are you prepared for them to be doing that, that chant that they do about that they want you to die? Yeah, um, you know... Yeah, I'm prepared. I mean, if anything, it'll, you know, maybe be a uh, motivation to me. I mean, or right. maybe like a good uh, release for me because it's like, you know, you're going to die. Well, we're all going to die, so I might as well just swing for the fences. I like that. <laughs> I like that attitude. <laughs> and this is your first yeah. – Bro, is this your first fight outside the United States? Yes. Does that mean anything to you at all? Like, does it have any effect on your, your mentality? Well, I guess technically back in like high school, I, you know, before I was old enough to do uh, like a full MMA fight, I did a, I did a pancreation fight in Portugal randomly, but you know, I wouldn't really consider that to be like a real fight, but <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess this is like my first fight outside the country and um, it's, uh, it's definitely like a huge, you know, obstacle to overcome just because I said I never would leave the country after coming back from Indonesia for like a month and, you know, having to like survive on an island and build these houses and stuff. Like right. it was such a tough, grueling experience. That I was like, I'm never leaving the States ever again. And then here I am, uh, sure. <laughs> you know, facing my fears once again. But, you know, that's what it's all about. It's all about, um, you know, challenging myself and, uh, yeah, facing my fears. And uh, we were talking about your, your lifestyle, too. You have an in- such an interesting life. Uh, I, don't, I probably knew it and forgot because my memory sucks as I get older, but you play the piano. I didn't, I didn't realize that you played the piano or I didn't remember it. 
Yeah, um, I've been playing piano. Oh, I started learning piano when I was like five years old, and my mom's a professional pianist. At, um, she's like a music director at the church, and um, so she had been teaching me since I was a little girl, but then, you know, she kept, you know, that's something that I kept with up until like all the way through high school. I went to a performing arts high school where we, you know, majored in our like a certain art field, and mine was obviously music. I double majored in uh, jazz and classical, and I kind of realized at that point that that's where I started to learn about MMA, and I started to get more and more into that. And that's when my passion for music kind of it didn't die, but it just. It just I just realized that I wanted to keep it as a hobby and not as like a I didn't want to pursue it as a career. Aren't jazz and classical like almost totally opposite? Uh yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, there's 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 definitely some similarities, um, but they're definitely like two polar opposites of like, you know, the spectrum. I will say, you know, it's kind of like being classically trained in say like, you know, a traditional martial art, like say karate being you know, classically trained in piano versus like jazz is more about like, you know, putting together all of your music theory knowledge, but put it in an improvised form. And, you know, MMA is kind of like that where it's like, you know, the traditional um, martial arts can help you, but, you know, you got to be able to improvise and apply it to like, you know, all different styles and and you kind of have to be a little more well-rounded. But um, yeah, so that's kind of maybe a a comparison I would make. Does it, oh, sorry, Matt, does it relax you? Um, at times, and then there's times where it's like, you know, I just, I just gotta like, just with any type of meditation, it it takes a little bit of effort to like, make yourself do it, you know, but afterward, you always feel better, you know, just like going for a run or like, you know, reading a book or something. It's like, it's not always like, uh, easy at first just to, to pick it up. But, um, once you start doing it, you feel a lot better. Speaking of reading a book, when I watch The Embedded, it seems like your life is so simple in a good way. Like, I've seen you guys gardening. Wait, hold on. Can I, can I pause you real quick? There's sure. an alarm going off. Let oh, me shut shit. it off real quick. Hold on. Oh, I thought it was like a Sorry, fire alarm. Okay. I got nervous. That happened before, yeah. That did exactly. happen. Who did that happen to before? Henry Cejudo. It did. It kind of freaked him out, didn't it? Because he burned yeah. his feet that time? Yes. yes. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. So, Rose, was that, your, was that does your phone have a bad question alarm on it and you didn't like Matt's <laughs> question, so it went off? <laughs> <laughs> How did you? I didn't I know, even finish right? the question, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> and now I got like, ADD. Wrong. <laughs> now I got ADD. Where I forgot. No, you'll be good. You were. Oh talking no, about- this is what I was saying. We were talking about this be, um, before we got you on. Yeah. Like you guys are um, always. Uh, what was it? like gardening? And then I saw you on the piano. Yeah. I feel like if there was like a power shortage or something or outage for like a while, <laughs> I think you guys would be fine. Are you big into technology? Well- or- Oh, you guys, I mean, uh, and that's something that, you know, I'm, I'm, I maybe would consider myself, I wouldn't say like I'm a prepper or something like, like crazy, you know, like, you know, I don't have like no underground bunker or like, you know, <laughs> wear a tinfoil hat or whatever, but you know, I definitely could go off in the deep end <laughs> and sometimes, funny. and I definitely, um, it's not so much that, um, you know, I think, you know, she could hit, hit the fan at any moment. I just, I prefer to live my life in an independent manner to where, I can rely on myself and you know it's just something that you know gardening is definitely plays into that and um it's you know to be able to provide for yourself like you can appreciate the the taste of the food so much better and um yeah so it's it's definitely you know I I'd agree with that <laughs> but your day-to-day life are you like all right like I, like my wife I, like in the morning she's like all right after the kids are school she watches her 
her Kelly Ripper and uh, her Kelly Ripper and Ryan uh, Seacrest and Ryan Seacrest 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 yeah. Seacrest is a game Seacrest Ryan she, Asteroids she watches that and she laughs at their little jokes and drinks her coffee I mean that's like her routine like you do you have like yeah. a normal like TV show you watch or anything or not even you're just too busy like like uh, I don't know chopping wood or something <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I kind of like TV um, I. All my life, TV has kind of played the role in, like, you know, right before I go to bed, and I just, like, pass out, and I don't, like, absorb anything. And to this day, I still, I think TV has been less and less a part of my life. So, um, you know, but I did I did catch not the new Avengers movie, but the one before, the, the, oh, the one before Infinity that one. Infinity War. So, and I kind of gave it a chance because I'm not, like, super into, like, superhero movies and I stuff. I don't blame but you. But that was actually pretty good. It was good. You should see the other, the next one, Endgame. I don't want to get yeah, too excited because it's real good. Yeah, I know. I don't want to get too excited, but I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get twelve year old boy when it comes to the superhero movies. I get all excited. <laughs> it is fun yeah. though. It is fun, but listen, I can't garden, so I got to do something. Yeah. Now we're now this. Right. I wanted to ask you because, as you know, I love Pat Barry. So I wanted to know this. Now you're you seem like the more outdoorsy kind of like the quiet lifestyle. Now. Does Pat like that life and like the outdoors, or is that because he loves you so much that he's willing to do that stuff and it kind of grew on him? Right. Um, I think it's probably, you know, it definitely, I will say this. I think that being indoors definitely has comes more natural to him, but at the same time, you know, he was um, he was raised in Bogota, Colombia, since he was like, like until about he was six years old, and they would, you know, their, his parents would uh, build schools in like the middle of the jungle and they would uh they're bilingual schools and they would like you know cut down trees and you oh. know live in the jungle and stuff so like i mean that's definitely in his in his um in his uh makeup you know and and i think that it definitely comes natural to him after you know being introduced to me and stuff and i think that he really likes it a lot i had no um, idea but okay. yeah definitely you know he likes being comfortable too he likes having air conditioning so yeah. it's it's all about having that balance and uh, just, you know, enjoying. I think a big part of it, though, is he loves me so much. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, look, I mean, I, I don't know if there's anybody I love enough to get into an ice tub. Uh, but watching you do that, <laughs> I told you, I tried that. I was on a vacation. I said, let me get into an ice. Like, you, you go into the heat, and then you go into the ice water. And I probably made it for three to five seconds, and I had to get out. You do that for minutes, don't you? Oh, that's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, How I mean, long? you know, I'm the champ and stuff, so I can do like <laughs> you know, stay for ten minutes. So, <laughs> do you really stay for ten minutes? Uh, sometimes, yeah, but six. I mean, you don't really need to do more than six. Your body's already cold. I mean, any longer, you might be getting like hypothermia or something. So, <laughs> have you tried cryotherapy? I was talking to somebody about that yesterday. They say that's supposed to be helpful, like three minutes at minus two forty. I know I've tried it before, and honestly, like I don't feel like that's got shit on an actual ice bath. To be honest, like in my opinion, um, I know that like the degree says it's like way lower or something like that. But and I feel like there is a, there's obviously a benefit. Like the the any any amount that you do is gonna be you know you do the best you can with what you got. And so if like that's available to you and that's like easier to do, then you know for sure do it. But Something about getting into an ice bath with the water is, like, way more mentally challenging. And uh, I don't know. It's just simple. You don't have to, like, into this, like, super scientific machine and, you know, have to, like, drive super far to do it. I just go right out my back door and jump in, you know. So you do that in the winter as well, and in the summer it doesn't matter. You just get in the icy tub. 
Yeah, um, I did. Oh. I did it a lot this winter. Um, you know, like there were times where we just like leave the uh, leave the water in there, and there's like a layer of ice on the top, so we have to like crack it open oh. and you know throw <laughs> the ice off and then get in there. What does it do for you? Um, for me, it, it helps me control my breathing. It um, and because it's just like it's for some reason every time that you do it, it's just so. There's nothing more scary than that, like getting that cold. But um, yeah, just controlling my breathing, and and um, also I feel like it gives me like more circulation in my my body um, because it it kind of constricts everything. But then once you warm back up, all the blood just goes oh. rushing through, and you kind of get like this pump, like a muscle pump. But you know, definitely, uh, definitely the mental aspect of it is is huge. Now, when you when you say um, it's scary, the breathing is what messes me up because you'll sit in it. and It's like, ah, ah, and I feel like I can't take a deep breath. Is that what you go through, and then you just make yourself breathe? Yeah, for sure. It, it helps you. It, it make it forces you to like control your, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, your, you know, automatic nervous system or whatever. It it helps you. It makes you control it because if not, you're just going to be like, <laughs> you know, just passing out. Yeah, I can see the panic setting in. Like, I don't know how anybody makes themselves do that. That really is a mental discipline. But your head is not getting water poured on it, right? You're just kind of going up to the neck? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, at the very end, I'll maybe do like a dip at the very end. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I just go all the way up to my neck. And uh, it's kind of like similar to that panicky, like, you know, out of breath feeling you get right before you like walk out to the ring you know so it's it's kind of like that it's just preparing myself for you sure. know just the crazy emotions that overcome you and you know you kind of just have to ride with it and just you know uh just do your best now you you uh you won your first title defense against Joanna, a, a decision uh this is she you know, jessica is very very tough uh, has it changed for you at all since you're no longer fighting to get there? But you, like, and I asked this to Anderson Silva, we talked to earlier. But now that the target is on your back, and you know that you're the one that every great fighter in this division is gunning for, has it changed the way you think at all? Um, I mean, I guess that's something that I may have taken into account. But like, uh, I don't know. I I I constantly focus on getting better myself and being the best version of myself, um, no matter what the opponent is, no matter what the situation is. And I never pl place a super huge importance on being the champion. Sure. Of course, it's, you know, important for me, like maybe financially or just as an achievement and as a personal goal. But for me, I don't like identify as like, you know, if I'm not a champ, then, you know, I'm not Rose, I'm Eunice anymore. Like, I don't know who I am. So it's like, to me, I just go in there and just have a fight, you know. Um, at, at least that's what, where I, I try to keep my mind as, as much as possible. Of course, there's going to be pressures that I put on myself. But, you know, the more main important thing is, like, you don't you shouldn't worry about the outcome. If you're not worrying about the outcome, you're just fighting. You're in the present moment. And that's, that's pretty much what I focus on. Do you do any endorsements or stuff like that outside of uh, UFC stuff? Um, I think, well, yeah, I have, um, I have, uh, Reebok is a sponsor, Monster, uh, Charlotte's Web, and Trifecta. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, cause you're such a, yeah. an interesting and fun personality, I would hope so. Uh, well, listen, we love you, Rose, yeah. and, and uh, tell Pat we say hello, my sure. favorite person, Pat Barry. Tell him I said <laughs> hi. And me too. Yeah, for sure, we will do. And uh, good luck. Uh, I honestly can tell you that you're my favorite fighter at interview, and I know, Matt, we, we both love talking to you, so... 
Good luck in this uh, yeah. defense against Jessica Andrade this Saturday. Thank you, champ. Thank you so much. All right. Talk to you soon, Rose. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. She's so sweet. She's, she's literally she's my favorite so fighter because she's, she's so good. good. Yeah. She's a great uh, talker, just a good conversationalist. You can about anything she could talk to. I, I think that uh, she has, like, a nice quality of life. Like, she just... Doesn't she seem grounded? Well, 100%. Like, I think... Like, don't get me wrong, I want to make a millions, but sure. I think if she didn't have, she'd be just the same, like, as far as the way she lived. Yeah. And that's a, that's a, that's a compliment. Yeah. You know? Because, you know me, I'm not bougie, man. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm not bougie, Jimmy. When you think of me, you don't say that guy's bougie. No, I don't. What do you say? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, let's. That was a what good are we one. Up to Jimmy. Well, listen. Uh, good luck. <laughs> thank you to Rose. Thank yes. you to Alexander, and thank uh, you to, of course, the great Anderson. You getting somebody? Um, yes, I appreciate Chris, the yep. producer. Uh, um, oh, thank you so much. And um, <clears throat> thank you, Dana, for hiring me. And la- for, right. Can Always. I just say it is the last time you ever get a, a coconut chocolate ball, you cocksucker? Thank you. I, actually, you're right on all counts, but I really should not be eating that. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> I should not be eating those <laughs> oh, man, because Jimmy. they really are fattening me up. So yes. I can't have any more of those. All right, Jimmy. Uh, what do we want to plug, people? Let's plug Ju- the fights. July 5th, what? I will be That's in not the, fights. the Borgata in Atlantic City. Uh, not, not this weekend. The following weekend, May 17th and 18th, I will be in uh, Rochester Comedy at the Carlson. And then up in October, I'm going to be at the Stress Factory in New Brunswick. Hey, Go to my Instagram, my Twitter. I'm starting to put up stand-up clips, Ooh. especially some topical stuff that's only good for a week or two. Yeah, it's great. There's certain material you can only do. Like my next one I'm putting up is a, it's a couple of dumb little small jokes about the Kentucky, Der- Kentucky Derby. I've the, seen the, it. The Kentucky I like- Derby I didn't put up yet. No. But that's only good for a few days yeah. because the news passes so fast that you really can't build on it. i seen what you did about the Avengers, and I yeah. liked it, but I'm going to go back and unlike it. Why? Because you're taking a shot at it. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm talking about not knowing what I'm talking about. Okay, then I'm going to still like it, Jimmy. It's fun. It's nice to see that because it's like going to see you at the cellar or whatever. It's like just seeing you do like a spot at, at night yeah. or something. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I like to call it good-natured uh, jocularity is the name. I'm going to have a little segment. Absolutely, oh, sure. Oh, that's fun. Thank you. Can I be a guest on it? All right, listen, oh, it's not like that, Jimmy? No, it's not that type of a show. All right. But I would love to um, have you. All right, thank Come you. on, come by do chip tonight. Uh, I'm busy. But listen to me, uh, everybody. Everybody's asking me about for my Kimura Savage shirts. <laughs> And I still don't have any, but I will tell you this, SarahBJJ.com, soon enough, we'll have a store. It might, it's not, I'm not there yet. I'm, on the, I'm not exactly on the fast track, but I am a busy man, Indeed you and are. I do uh, spread, do, I spread I spread love, Jimmy. I know you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I help out. I, I, like to, I, I like to teach jujitsu to those who are weak. Yes. My little He's birth. looking right at me. I do need some. <laughs> My little wings will get broken off. Okay. All right, Jimmy. Let's go walk together. Uh, yeah. Can I give the? the oh, let me just give the ball. Sorry. Give the for the event this weekend. Yes. UFC 237, Nami Yunus versus Andrade this Saturday, May 11th, from Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. De Janeiro, Brazil. We didn't even mention BJ Penn, Clay Guida is on the prelims of this card. Oh my God! What time yeah. does that start again? That's 8 p.m. Eastern. Oh my God! So a lot, lot of good fights throughout the night. And, and uh, how do we get it? Is it on the ESPN Plus pay per view? The pay yes, it all tell people how you get it. All pay per views are on ESPN Plus now in the United States, outside of the United States. Uh, you it's guys easier can, to do now. It's not it like in the first beginning. Yeah, it's just going to keep getting better, and uh, okay, I think it should sure. be pretty easy. So make sure to get the pay per view on ESPN Plus. Okay. Right. I sure will. All right, Jimmy, you want to say goodbye? 
All right, thank you guys for listening, and thank you to our uh, our great uh, guests. Appreciate it. All right, Jimmy, I'll see you soon. Bye, bye, bye. All right, now remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, radio.com slash UFC Unfiltered, or wherever you get your shows. Not my business.